Hello and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to live aboard cruising. So today we have a pretty beefy topic. We're going to talk about medical insurance plans while traveling internationally. Stefan's pretty uh, passionate about this topic as well. So, <laughs> But the stupidity of the American system. Yeah, there you go. Okay, he said it right up front. Um, <laughs> so, and this will be particularly inter- interesting, I think, to our U.S. listeners, because medical insurance in the U.S. is super expensive, and um, different countries, you know, handle it differently. But I think... Um, it's it's especially hard if you are under 65 and you know aren't working because usually your medical insurance is tied to your job i also have a point here because it's really totally backward because in all the countries all the other countries that have universal health care they have true freedom yeah they work if they say hey i want to start a business you stop working, you're still being insured. If you're like, hey, I'm going to take a long vacation sabbatical, well, you're still insured. It's not attached to, this is like the freedom you get. There's a system and you can really explore things that you're interested about or, you know, take a break. And versus here, you're basically tied tied to your job. job, And it's by design. Yeah. I think what I'd like to get you to talk about a little bit later is the quality of the healthcare in Europe. Because I think there's a lot of myths about different quality levels, you know, in Europe versus the US. And so we'll get to that. Our, Our situation is I was the last one to quit my job. So we're both on my COBRA plan, which for people outside the US, that's sort of a... Um, an employer offers you a certain amount of insurance coverage for a certain period of time. In my case, it was six months. And then after six months, I have to pay it. Um, I'm eligible to get it for two years, but they only pay for it for six months. And then... They meaning your past company. Past company. And then if you, you can continue it um, up to the two-year time frame, but the... Pro- or I think it's 18 months. Sorry, it's 18 months. But it's quite expensive. Yeah, because um, in the U.S., companies are contributing. Uh, well, bigger companies, if you work for mm-hmm. a bigger company, you're better off. But it's smaller companies. They either don't offer anything right. or con- don't contribute. So, right. so it just in this depends. case, yeah, your company stops yeah. their contribution, and now you have to pay, or we have to pay the full price. Right. So the situation is my COBRA plan is up the f- second week in March, and then we're supposed to leave, knock on wood, Um the first week in April. So there's a month there that I either need to extend the COBRA payment, which is um, we're going to provide costs and everything in this in this podcast because I want to make sure that you have enough details to do your own research, but you can kind of get an idea of what everything costs. So um, for two of us to extend my COBRA coverage, I think it's $1,400 a month for both of us. And that's full coverage for everything, vision, dental, you know, all, the whole nine yards. Minus copay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <you know. laughs> anyway, so so that's the situation we're in. And the other thing in terms of our travel plans is we're planning to stay longer this season because we'll be also, we'll have a little bit more flexibility because we're going to Croatia and Turkey, which aren't Schengen zones. And 
Croatia's part of the EU, but it's a whole separate thing. But anyway, so we'll have more time outside of, of the U.S. during uh, during yeah. the season. And in Turkey, our expectation is it'll stay warm longer. That's our understanding. So we're targeting to come back more like December versus November, which is what we did this year. So the six-month sort of plan is U.S. in the beginning, um, out internationally uh, until December first probably and then we'll come back so for that calendar year we'll need two months of u.s coverage so a lot of the international health plans kind of ask you to determine if you want to include or exclude the u.s in terms of coverage so that's kind of the first thing to understand um just in terms of some of the considerations we had we're generally in good health we do our regular annual health visits we get blood work done we Generally, I mean, we're not going to go run a marathon or, you know, do an Ironman, but we're in decent shape and um, generally good health, but we are over 50. So I think there's some just making sure that we're covered in case something comes up that we are blindsided by, you know, like cancer or something like that. Well, yeah, because in the U.S., getting to a million dollars. In, yeah, in, we're actually going to. Yeah, just doesn't take much. Yeah, so. we're actually going to talk about that. Another consideration is just with COVID, we aren't a hundred percent sure we're going to be able to get a vaccine before we leave, and so in the worst case scenario event that we do get COVID, and in the worst case scenario we do have to be hospitalized in the ICU for a certain period of time, we want enough coverage to be able to cover that. I looked it up, and the U.S. cost uh, for ICU coverage, worst-case scenario for people about our age, is between half a million and a million dollars. Can you even believe that? Mm. So we at least we at least need a million dollars worth of coverage, even even two. Worst-case scenario, that's to cover everything. Yeah, so that's another wow. That's in the U.S. Internationally, I don't know what the costs are, yeah. um, but. <laughs> Um, the other thing is we wanted to be able to have costs that were predictable. For anybody who started a new job and got a new health care plan, you're kind of signing up for it, whatever, and it's like, oh, okay, 80%, and I'll pay you know, some kind of copay or deductible and some kind of combination of costs. And then you get the bills, and you're like, whoa, whoa, what just happened? You know, And, and you kind of have to go back and, and fix your, your benefit plan maybe the second year. So we wanted to make sure out of the gate we could – it could be clear and we could understand exactly what we were going to be paying for. I mentioned we need U.S. coverage. And then when we come back to the U.S. in December, we're going to plan to be here at least three months. So we need some kind of plan that allows the U.S. coverage to not be excluded, you know, because sometimes they put it in for certain limits and stuff, uh, the U.S. coverage. I mean, but this plan is calendar year. Cal- so there will be right. one month in December, and then we will start we 2022. Could do, depending on, yeah, what yeah. the days are or whatever, which I'll talk about. And then um, you touched on it a little bit, but I think it's worth you talking about the quality of care in Europe and what we've also heard from other people who've been traveling. But maybe you can talk about what happened with, with, with Seglin breaking her leg. But I think the consideration we have, too, is when we do get the international coverage, you know, there's all these, like, questions that come up, like, 
you know, how do we know the doctor or the the healthcare facility or the hospital is in network or out of network? These are terms that, you know, kind of come to mind. You know, depending on the plan, is it going to be like, do I have to call first and make sure that the doctor's covered? And what if I'm in some weird place? How do I know the clinic's covered? You know, all of these kinds of things. And, and then we were talking about just in general what happens when you go to a clinic or a place, you know, in, in Europe and what's your expectation about the kind of care you get. So maybe you can just talk about what happened when Seglin broke her leg and when we were in France. Yeah, well, there is no in-network, out-of-network. There's no <laughs> yeah. non, non- nonsense. You basically have, I mean, I'll talk about France, but when you read all the setting blogs mm-hmm. of people who've gone to dentists and eye doctors and medical doctors and to get treatment, they're always blown away. I mean, the, the, the quality is awesome. The prices are like super cheap. Uh, if you go, I mean, in Europe, it's one thing, but if you go in, in even in underdeveloped countries, you find doctors or dentists or that that have been trained in the U.S. that have like equipment that equivalent to the U.S. So it might not be true across the board. Obviously, the you know in some countries it's, uh, it might be different. But uh, but in Europe, uh, I'll just share that that example. Uh, so my daughter Segolen um, fractured her tibia in a kind of a weird location a couple of years ago. We were in France. We went to the doctor. Uh, they did X-ray. Well, we went to the emergency room. Well, initially we went. It was the doctors that was in the hospital, and they did a number of tests. But it was coming to the end of the day, and they needed to do uh, like a scan, and they wanted to do an MRI. So they wanted to do additional things, and then at that point it switched to basically from the regular like hospital doctors to being seen by emergency room. Oh, I see, because of the the test. So so listen to what he just said. He said MRI and CT scan and... And And X-ray. And X-rays. And all this time this is going on, I'm just like, it's going cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching in my head in terms of what it was going to cost. Yeah. Okay, so we get over there. So the first step was seeing in hospital uh, doctors and, and I forgot exactly, but... The, we did definitely x-rays and I think they did another like either like a scan, CT scan or, or MRI, I forgot. And, and then we paid the bill for that. So we paid the full price and they were feeling really, really bad for us that we had to pay the full price because we didn't have like health insurance in France. We didn't have this card that everybody has in France. And, and this the, is as visitors. So this is not as residents or anything no, like that. We no. were, we just showed up as random people. You off show the up and you pay yeah. the full price. So that that first bill was two hundred euros. Two hundred euros for all that. Yeah. And then we go to do additional tests to the emergency room. So I know that I remember there was X-ray, scan, and MRI. Uh, I forgot right. first part, second part. But we're in the emergency room. They do additional tests. Um, she got a shot, she got a brace. So the emergency room doctor was like specialist, you know, because there was a convention about like... There was a meeting or something at the end of the day and they brought in an orthopedic surgeon and they brought in a regular Mm -hmm. surgeon and they brought in like all these different people to come in and talk to her, yeah. And so so when we left the emergency room with all the information, all the details and everything and everybody was super professional and super well, you know, kind of giving a really good... uh, 
medical advice. Uh, so we paid the second bill and it was 200 euros as well. So that whole thing, we went to one clinic, uh, made an appointment, so all the top doctors got all the tests done and that was like 400 euros out of pocket. And they were apolog- apologizing yeah. for it. They were like, oh, we're so sorry, you have to pay this. And, and I'm yeah. like, who do I write the check out to? This is great. And, and I'll give you a, a contrast. So when we came back to the U.S., we went to um, orthopedic doctor. And so... For a follow-up visit for the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So my daughter had a brace, and he recommended that we get a brace that was articulated. So this brace, articulated brace, brace that charges $800 just for the brace. I went online, I found it for $100 or less. On Amazon or something. Yes. Yeah. So it's like the 400 euros covered like extensive tests, expensive stuff with top doctors. Well, there was medication and, and then crutches and everything. She yeah, left the yeah. hospital with everything. And here, just a stupid brace. Mm-hmm. They charge us like at least eight times the price that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so... It's, yeah, so this is an example. I think another time we went on a trip, um, and again, this is just speaking about France, but I think m- many of the countries in Europe are the same way. I-, I went in and I needed an antibiotic. And you go into the pharmacy, you explain your situation, and they say, okay. And, and they said, here's your prescription, you know, it's, it's five euros, and I'm like, per pill? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and they said, no, mm-hmm. the whole thing is $5. And I mean, I'm not covered. I'm just random person walking in. So anyway, I, we share that kind of story and the detail because, um, you know, anything you have to pay out of pocket, generally speaking, is relatively affordable. It's not going to bankrupt you if you need to get help in yeah, Europe. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it would be really like a major catastrophic thing. That, yeah. You know. Which is really what we're trying to protect ourselves with yeah, in terms but, of the medical But basically, insurance. I mean, you will obviously come back to your country of origin. Uh, well, in this case, we'll come back to the U.S. where it's more expensive. But if something really, really bad was happen to, uh, would happen to you while you travel in, in those major countries uh, outside the U.S., um, yeah, I mean, you might go for the hospital for a few days and then you somehow get transported and go back to your country. Right. And that cost will be like, you know. Yeah, and those costs are kind of covered in, in some of these plans. So mm. let's talk about the plans. So I went and did a bunch of research to figure out which were the most well-rated insurance plans. And then we also got feedback from some people that we knew that got insurance as well. Uh, some people just do catastrophic coverage and hope for the best. Meaning like... Um, really high deductible and yeah. only emergency room. So they save yeah. maybe $10,000 or like on, on the side and, and then, uh, then yeah. they're just like, okay, you know, that's if we have to go to... Most of our medical stuff is going, we can pay out of pocket. If something really, really bad happens, then, mm-hmm. you know, we lose our or minimum uh, high deductible, like $10,000 or more. Uh, But at least it lowers your cost of your insurance premium. Substantially, you know, and some people opt just not to get medical insurance at all. And we're sort of more kind of, I would say, middle of the road in terms of risk. Well, which Um, is tricky in the U.S. because if suddenly you get diagnosed with something Mm -hmm. and you were not insured, 
then in the U.S. they have the right. That would be the end. That the, yeah, they will. Be. You'll say like, oh, now I want to get insured, and then they'll say, oh, no, that's a pre-existing condition. And right, like cancer, as an example. Yeah. Like that would be that would be terrible. Okay, so the four that I looked at um, are Aetna International. It's called their mobile health health care plan. The Geo Blue Explorer, which is the international version of Blue Cross, and the Cigna Global Plan. Um, and then the fourth one was a very inexpensive plan uh, through Ismuth, and um, it was the cheapest, but I couldn't find a whole lot of ratings, and I felt like, hmm, is this something I want to kind of... Um, Anyway, so I'll go, I'll, I'll go through each of them. So generally, the exclusions that come with every plan mostly are pre-existing conditions, uh, organ transplants, acts of war or terrorism are included, which is kind of like, what if you get, like, what if you're someplace and, I don't know, you get caught in the crossfire of, like, a riot or something. Like, hopefully that won't happen. But or included meaning or, or excluded. These things are excluded, Yeah. And then there's exclusions for other parts of the plan, like a, a few of them don't cover maternity, maternity um, which <laughs> we don't need, but um, some other people might need. So I think that's another thing to make sure that you're looking at. Um, for the Aetna International plan, and I just did an apples-to-apples comparison the best I could, when you go into each of these, you sort of have to determine what country you're going to be in when you're gone. They're, they're expecting you to just go and stay somewhere, not to go and travel. So you have to pick a place. So I just picked Croatia um, just to compare apples to apples on the costs. And um, so it ended up being $1,259 per month. This is Aetna International, two people. It includes dental and vision, and it has a $4 million limit. It, ex- it excluded pre-existing conditions, so uh, among some other things. So that's uh, $12.59 uh, per month for, for Aetna. The Geo Blue Explorer also included dental and vision. It excludes maternity. It also excluded diagnostic immunizations and organ and tissue transplants. It was joint international and U.S., uh, but for the U.S., co- it would cover 100%. It would cover 100% of the international costs, and then in the U.S., it would only cover 80% with no deductible. So that was Geo Blue. The Ismith plan for two people was 560 a month for two people, but there were these. There were a ton of exclusions. And there was a waiting period of like 180 days. So you have to be covered for 180 days before you could be sick with certain things, which didn't make sense to me because if you, if you get sick in the first three months with who knows what, like you should be able to be covered for that. So this is in addition to excluding pre-existing conditions, they also had this weird waiting period, which I, I couldn't feel good about. So where we landed is there's the Cigna Global Plan. And what I like about it is it's really clear what is included and excluded in the plan. They do a really good job of communicating what it is. There's different tiers. You can get silver, which is up to a million dollars in coverage, gold, which is two million in coverage, and then platinum is whatever it is. 
you can then decide if you want a global plan excluding or including the U.S., and then you can add additional things like outpatient coverage, uh, and outpatient coverage is things like you get a sinus infection and you call your doctor and you go down and see your doctor. She looks up your nose. She says, here's your prescription. You go get the prescription at CVS. That's considered outpatient. So the the core coverage is really like emergency room. Something happens, you break your arm. Like that's the core coverage. Then the the options are outpatient, which I just talked about, international health and well-being, which means like regular wellness visits like mammograms or annual physicals and things like that. International evacuation and crisis assistance. So that's sort of if you have to be airlifted somewhere, um, or if you know something. If someone dies, you know you need to bring your remains back or whatever. And then also the option for international vision and dental. Then you pick what deductible you want and whether or not you want to share costs. So and there's different options for this. So just to keep it simple, because that was sort of part of our criteria. Um, we were looking at a $750 deductible and then a cost share of zero. So we wanted them to pay for everything. So zero, we don't want to pay out of pocket and we don't want to pay You might want to explain percent. deductible and cost share. Well, deductible would be you have to pay a certain amount and then the insurance kicks in. So, you know, the, the most we would ever pay would be the deductible. That would, that's kind of what a deduct and then cost share is if you want after the deductible you want a lower premium but you want to share costs say you want to share 80 percent or 90 percent or 60 percent then it makes your premium go down but you know again one of our criteria was trying to have predictable costs we were like okay we're comfortable paying maybe more a month to make sure that on the back end everything else is covered and we don't have to worry about it so we kind of went for simplicity so those were kind of the the things, um, again, so the core coverage includes all treatment costs, accommodation, hospital charges, rehabilitation, um, mental and behavioral health, if you need that, in case I go crazy on the boat, mm-hmm. <laughs> cancer care and uh, cancer preventative surgery, and inpatient and day patient maternity care, and then coverage for any emergency outpatient treatment for an accident. So that's the core. And then, again, the 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 options are the outpatient, um, just general doctor's visits, drugs and dressings, um, diagnostic tests, vaccinations, um, which is actually an interesting thing with COVID. If we have to get one over there, is that going to be covered? Probably, because they're giving them for free mostly everywhere anyway. Um, yeah, but two residents. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I mentioned the international evacuation and crisis and um, what that includes, so repatriation, emergency transport, costs for compassionate visits if someone needs to come and visit you for that. And then the third option, the well-being, which are the routine visits, and then the um, vision and dental. So the, again, those are the four options just to kind of cover it again. So when you do that one, we, I opted just to do the $2 million in coverage, uh, 750 deductible. This is, again, Cigna Global. $2 million coverage, 750 deductible, zero co-pays. I didn't want to pay. It was $616 a month. And then what they said was, when I talked to them on the phone, is if you only want the outpatient visit, so your regular doctor's appointments, which in Europe would be very cheap to do, 
so you wouldn't necessarily need the coverage option for outpatient. Um, but in the U.S., it would be too expensive, so we w- would want to add it. They said you can add it whenever you want, so it's flexible. So say we get back in December, we want to add outpatient because we want the ability to call our doctor if we get a sinus infection. It would be in a, it would it would go up from six sixteen a month to nine fifty seven a month. So for the three or four months we were here in the U.S., we would pay the higher amount. But internationally, when we're international, we would pay the six sixteen. The limits on that are um, they only cover one hundred eighty days in the U.S. per calendar year which I think would fit our needs just fine given where the year falls. And also they said that 180 days is up to us to determine the beginning and the end date and to tell them. So it's not like they're keeping track of where we are. They have no way to track what country we're in. They also explained that it's any healthcare provider, any doctor internationally um, is what's covered. And they would process the uh, claim in three to five days, and then they would deposit that into our account. So you have to pay up front. So say you go to a doctor in France and you pay your $200 or $400 because you break your leg. You pay that out of pocket, and then they would pay you back for whatever it was. So that's kind of the weird thing, like what happens if you know, you're international and you discover you have cancer, which is something bigger, or you have to go in for COVID, how would that be handled? You know, you pay all that up front. Uh, not mm-hmm. sure, but I think international, it would be more, it would be less expensive anyway. So it shouldn't mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. be an issue. And then the country selection too, if you, the fact that we're going to travel from Croatia to Greece to Turkey, you know, we don't have to inform them which country we're we're going to be in right we just they just said pick the country and you're going to spend the most time yeah yeah it seems to be pretty flexible yeah we opted and that price for us included the we already covered the flexibility for the outpatient piece it includes the health and well-being so any wellness visits although we could probably add or take that off as well but as i recall it's like 78 dollars a month so it's not super expensive And then it included the international evacuation. I didn't include the vision and dental. And the reason why is the addition is like $120 a month for vision and dental. But if we get a regular, we're over 50, so we're now now, um, members of the AARP. (laughs) So through the AARP discounts, if you're- Which stands for- I don't even know what it is, but when you're over 50, they send you the stuff. You pay $16 a month or something to, or $16 a year or something to join. And you get all these benefits and like discounts at restaurants and things like that. But anyway, they offer dental plans at 40 bucks a month, which were cheaper than the international dental plan. And then also through either, you know, just out of pocket, it would be cheaper just to pay vision yourself. Um, eye exams are, you know, between fifty and a hundred dollars, and then, um, you know, lenses and glasses or whatever you choose through AARP, you can get a thirty percent discount. So that looks like kind of what we're leaning towards overall. Again, you can kind of look all these up. It's, I'll say, it's 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 really confusing to kind of compare apples to apples and all of the exclusions and fine print. A lot of the language in the fine print 
especially on exclusions, will say, oh, it excludes all these things unless it says in the policy. And then you have to go back to the policy option you selected and then cross-reference what it does or doesn't include. It's, It's sort of overly complicated and it doesn't really have to be so, so maybe a, people should start with um the signa signa yeah i would start with the signa uh global plan and the reason is it's simple to understand online you can do mm-hmm. an online cl- quote you can click to add or subtract things and then you can get a feel for what it includes and then go to the other plans and compare mm-hmm. Um, I did talk to two brokers about this kind of thing, and I felt like the brokers weren't super helpful. Like, I was getting old versions of some of the policy documents, and they weren't get, wrapping their heads around the whole thing around the sailing thing. So, like, it was easier just to talk um, directly to the companies um, or use this online tool from Cigna, and then when you're comparing plans, compare it back to the Cigna plan. That looks like... That is the what we're going to do for the... Um, I'm shuffling all the papers because I have them all in front of me. So how are you feeling about the direction we're going on the medical insurance? It's a, it's a tough topic to get through. Yeah. I mean, you if you have the means, then you tend to pay more. You just not have to worry too much about it. But uh, that's a yearly cost of how much? Well, it's... Six fifteen a month. I don't know. So six fifteen times ten, six hundred. So seven. Seven or eight thousand a year. Yeah. Is that yeah. about right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's just money you have. Not to counting the the month we spend in the U.S. where it goes up to right. almost a thousand. So so yeah, probably around eight thousand. Yeah. In a year. Yeah. So I mean, it's a big budget line item. Yeah. And it's something you don't tangibly see. Every day, you know, mm-hmm. um, just like every other insurance plan, you know, boat insurance or whatever. Well, that's the thing. For the boat insurance, we pay what between six and seven thousand dollars a year. Oh, by the way, which is probably going to come for renewal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> In February time frame, right. or even January. Yeah. 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 So, so insurance is one of those things. You know, you don't. You don't. It's kind of a bummer. You have to pay it, but. And you only really see the benefit in case something happens. And so that's kind of the thing with insurance. Yeah, if you're lucky with your insurance. Otherwise, you thought you were covered, and yeah. then they, they find fine prints, and then you're like, you know, yeah, and get really unlucky. But. So anyway, that's, that's what we learned on the medical insurance front. And if anybody has any better mm. options or suggestions, please reach out to us. We don't have to make a decision until March. Um, But if you found something better that you think's better, please share. And um, you can can do that online or you can private message us uh, on our Facebook page as well. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another covert castaway. Fair winds for now.